You are listening to Late Arrivals, the Anaheim Ducks podcast on the Inside the Rink Network of Podcasts. Now, here are your hosts. Hello and welcome everybody to episode 61 of Late Arrivals, the uh, the Corey Perry episode or the uh, Troy Terry episode for those of you that like very good players. Yes, if maybe you weren't around, if you're a Ducks fan that, that wasn't around for the, the rookie Perry 61, you can go with Terry. Perry, Terry, <laughs> same thing. Well, we will be starting this episode off with just Chris and I. Lou uh, will be coming live from Las Vegas uh, <laughs> about 15 minutes or so, Something I think like that, he said. Yeah. <laughs> um we're we're not having a repeat of the hello night but (laughs) (laughs) we will be on shortly um but we do have a couple games to talk about um not as many as last time because like chris was saying before we hopped on it feels like we've played more but it's only been two since the last time we we recorded um yeah and things this morning weird scheduling for that this morning i thought the ducks played tonight and then I'm like, why did I think that when we're recording tonight? Like, we wouldn't be recording if the Ducks are playing. So, I don't know. I had a – it was – I had a long night. Weird morning. <laughs> so, I, I didn't know where I was. <laughs> well, before we get to talking about the games, uh, we did kind of get a, a major update about Jamie, but Cronin did kind of touch on it a little bit more when asked, saying that it's kind of a weird injury that needs to take 100% to heal. Yeah, which to me seems like it could be anything, like a strain or a pull or something. But I don't know. They're being very tight-lipped about it. But it sounds like they kind of have an idea of what's going on because he mentioned the head trainer and their staff has been working with them and stuff to kind of make sure he's okay. Um, yeah, Brock McGinn's also skating. I think in a non-contact jersey if i saw I the so. picture right um, yeah so that's cool we're getting a little healthier mm-hmm. um that bottom six definitely could use a, a fresh face um but i mean other than that there hasn't been much going on outside of the ducks playing yeah i mean we can got, talk about uh it's nice that they have Kalorn in you know he's been he's been all right <laughs> little little rust but I think he'll be. I'll think he'll be fine. That'll happen when you haven't played for a month and a half. <laughs> yeah, easily. Hopefully, he thinks twice about fighting some random shark in the preseason like, <laughs> next time. What an idiot! <laughs> um, really quick before we get into the games, the two ducks games. I just want to say, wherever you're listening to this, I kind of wanted to get try to get in the habit of doing this in the beginning. Wherever you're listening to this, if you'd like to leave us a rating and review, um, we'd greatly appreciate it. Um, make sure you're following the Late Arrivals pod on all of our socials. Um, post a lot of different things on there. We've, uh, I, I just remember that we haven't been doing the um, game of the week oh. at all this season. Um, I feel like we have I, so I, many segments that yeah, it's hard to, it's hard yeah. to remember. Um, but I'm okay with not doing it. Um, because I kind of replaced it with our power ranking thing, 
Yeah. And honestly, the power rankings have been getting more uh, attention than the the game of the week stuff. So we'll just we'll just stay with the power rankings. I like that better anyway. Um, you're, yeah, make sure you already you're have a retired. Segment. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah make sure you're following us on all socials um we are at late arrivals pod everywhere uh twitter instagram go follow us help us continue to grow and follow our network inside the rink everywhere and on their youtube channel subscribe like our videos and let's continue the growth that we've seen especially this uh like end of october and november we've it's been pretty nice we've been seeing some nice numbers i tweeted last night that you know, it's been nice to see uh, some some more growth happening, and it kind of happened out of nowhere. You know, you it, it was it's kind of growth that you thought you'd see like in the beginning of the season to like, you know, people getting excited for the start of the season. But this is happening like ten, <laughs> eleven, twelve games in. Maybe I mean the Ducks, um, maybe the win streak, maybe some excitement around the team kind of helped. I'm sure it did, but um, but yeah, we're liking what we're seeing. It's it's uh it's nice. It's satisfying when you see, um higher numbers happening in different areas on the on the podcast so we we appreciate it so uh continue to follow us tell your friends about us follow us everywhere and let's keep the keep the vibes going here soon to see our our stuff at noble noble yeah (laughs) very soon so the big whopper of the two i mean the ducks and Vegas, their first regulation loss, which I kind of feel like that was our Stanley Cup this year. <laughs> we could not make the playoffs, which I still don't think we do. But like, no, I don't. Yeah, nothing I think is going to top the fact that we we beat the Bruins and the the Knights to yeah. to hand them their first losses. Um, Beautiful. It was just great. Um, I admittedly after the knights were up to nothing i was just kind of like okay this was expected like yeah that's how i was yeah what are you gonna do we'll get them next time it was like the one game this year where i was just like ah shit like it's how good vegas plays it's just Mm -hmm. it's gonna be hard and to their credit um they do not give up and no. <laughs> holy shit like i saw the henrique goal and i'm like please don't do this like don't <laughs> don't don't give me hope and then they yeah. tied it and then i i was playing video games at the time and <laughs> my phone lights up with the the mctavish go ahead goal and i was like there is no fucking way this is happening yeah it's like so this crazy. is gonna be the letdown of the century. The Knights are gonna tie it, and then they're gonna go ahead, and we're all gonna be pissed because they were in it. And then, I mean, they they did it. Like holy shit, <laughs> that was such an awesome game. Uh, a lot of fun. That was Kaloran's debut. Like you said, it, they went down two nothing. It was a slow start. They've kind of been doing that lately, where they get off to these like slower starts. That's why they've kind of been named the the comeback what comeback kings um was said by Allie on uh on Bally Sports. Um don't like the Kings, king's name quack, for obvious quack. for obvious reasons. Comeback Kings don't really care for that for for many reasons. But um yeah a great comeback. Henrique had that great goal McTavish. I called him uh Mr. Clutch. He is our Mr. Clutch this year. He's wonderful. Um fun game. 
and we don't beat the Knights a lot. Like you said, that was our Stanley Cup. <laughs> I feel like that was like our fifth or sixth win all time against the Knights since they since they came into the NHL. Yes, that was like, oh, now it sits at 22, 6, and 6, yeah. and 1 all time against the Ducks. It's just like, We're getting oh. there. We're coming back. <laughs> <laughs> We're almost at double digits. Almost. Uh, Gibby had a great game. Uh, watching the highlights, uh, they're – that man stresses me out, but I mean, the fact that he makes the saves he does, I mean, even in the Pittsburgh game too, there were a couple of times where it's just like only John Gibson would make that save. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, he's, I mean, he's very bendy, which goalies have to be obviously, but he's like a different kind of, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like it's just different when you see him flailing around like that. It's just, it's crazy. It makes me like he, so many times my groin hurts just watching him do his well, job. There's some times where I I think like does he just not sharpen his skates because it feels like he's constantly like rocking back and like yeah yeah you hear the little cartoon sound effects of him like <laughs> slipping and it's just like <laughs> yeah he stresses me out but holy shit like he he's had a good return to form this year like it hasn't been Very anything much. you know otherworldly but it's it's nice seeing Gibby do well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, especially with a lot of teams that are having goalie struggles, um, you know, for obvious reasons, it kind of opens the door again of our team's going to start taking interest. You know, you have the Oilers in desperate need of goalies and stuff and, you know, not trying to ship them off or anything because, I mean, that interview he gave saying that he was going to go home. Uh, yeah. when Ali, you know, was was interviewing him after the game, but like it's good to see. Yeah. I, I've I've you know, for as much as we talk about trading him on here, like I don't want to see it happen. You know, Gibby's one of my favorite players. Like mm-hmm. I don't yeah. want that to be the case, but you know. Yeah. And I always talk about it, you know, on this show that I'm a big goalie guy. I love our goalies. I just always have a, a soft spot for the goalies. They're always blamed for everything. Like they they control a lot of the game and they're just a very important role. And they kind of have that same thing like a quarterback does in, in football where win or lose, the quarterback ha- is to blame. Um yeah. or he or they're gonna praise him for the win, even though you know you still got a defense that yeah, it's a whole thing. But it's nice to see like Gibson messing around like that with Allie and kind of being a little bit happier there's like a everyone's just in a better headspace it feels like this year and it's it's really nice to see because it was hard last year watching them give interviews and everyone just seemed like they wanted to get the hell out of there they didn't want to talk to anybody they were miserable and and everything was really short just like i'm gonna answer the question i'm not telling you anything else i'm gonna walk off and we're done yeah because outside of them being on a team and wins and losses it doesn't matter when it comes to like the human being that they are, you know, and who knows what's going on in their head. They're, they're, you know, you don't know what, how they take it off the ice and that stuff weighs on everybody. And that, that just sucks. So it's nice to see, you know, it being a little bit lighter in the room. You can definitely tell without having to even be in there. You can tell that the vibes are so much better this year and everyone's just having a good time, even when they lose, you know, because they know that, Hey, we were in it. It sucks, but we're going to try to move on and, continue to build like Greg Cronin. We, we, we rave about him almost every week about what he says. I feel like a loss sometimes doesn't even feel like a loss. Like it's just, it's just a really 
I don't know. He just brings a different aspect aspect to it, and it just it makes me happy seeing that the guys are are feeding off of it, and everyone's enjoying playing together and being teammates. Everybody got their smiles back. Yeah, <laughs> it's very nice. Lou said that it's not letting him on, so he will just Blame. be in the Twitch chat, aka in spirit tonight. Blame Vegas. <laughs> Vegas is keeping him off. Have you? Asked Zoom support for help, Lou. Call <laughs> <laughs> Zoom support. Well, the fun had to come to an end at some point. You know, unfortunately, it had to be against the Penguins the, the very next yeah. game. But like you said, sometimes it almost feels like losses aren't losses just because there is kind of a positive outlook on things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in a very real kind of way of explaining stuff um i feel like the interviews for the last two games you know cronin's obviously kind of getting to that point of like we're working on things piece by piece and some things are getting better and we're still kind of lacking in some areas but yeah it's nice to see that even in a game where they were getting chances and they just weren't going in you know he still had praise for the offense of the opportunities are there. It's just not going our way, but there's no excuse of like, Oh, well, you know, this isn't working because of X reason. It's just, Hey, this is hockey. It happens. Like they're doing the right things. There's not getting the result. And yeah. you want to, you want to hear that. You want to see that, um, you know, thankfully our next game should be, I wouldn't say easy games. Um, because when you say stuff like that, you know, you get lulled into a false sense of security just to get punched in the gut later on but yeah you know playing against two lesser talents in philadelphia and san jose coming up is a good opportunity to to really bounce back and kind of clean up your mistakes from the pittsburgh game um from all i could see because i can't watch the games with them being blacked out (laughs) um it did sound like a very boring game but at the same time, um, you know, not a lot of what was said afterwards was just you, you could tell that Pittsburgh readjusted after the game in Pittsburgh and kind of went in with you know, yeah. probably a better game plan of things. And I think a lot of that, you know, obviously falls on coaching and stuff. But you know, having a guy like Dubas in your front office now, and being as analytic mm-hmm. heavy as he is, you know, probably is meeting with Sullivan and saying hey this is what you guys fucked up with like this is how you can be better you know listen listen to us and it'll go better next time and not to say he he gets all the credit because at the end of the day he's not playing hockey but i kind of feel like that's a reason why i picked pittsburgh to kind of be like a surpriser this year is you know Mm -hmm. they haven't been great and as stellar as i think people thought um no adding carlson and all but like i don't know they felt like kind of that sneaky team that's you know probably gonna play spoiler towards the end of the year 100 um, yeah if they are in a spot which i think they i still think they will be but i don't know it, it those those kind of games against teams like pittsburgh i'm not gonna be upset about with losses just because at the end of the day any day sydney crosby's still playing against you like there's a real opportunity to lose yeah <laughs> yeah and for a second there i thought they were still in it with the empty netter being 
recalled and then that was wild Cros- yeah crosby does the long flip to score yeah. and make it two nothing just, again it's just like ah well shit what are you gonna do <laughs> yeah i just I, I like how the penguins somehow go offside on that empty net goal like how do you do like come <laughs> on man <laughs> well and I, I i don't remember who it was i don't remember if it was steven or if it was cj i i was just kind of scrolling through the the timeline but it's like do you really have to call an offside like with that right? much time left in the game yeah. like there's 30 seconds left if you can just be like ah, okay like we'll let you have it like don't do it again then we have to call it like <laughs> i i do kind of see that perspective of like it's yeah. thir- 30 i think it was like 36 seconds left when they put it like that, yeah. back on the clock and it's just like you, you could have just ended it just been yeah. like ah, tough Seriously. shit game's over <laughs> yeah so yeah that was a two nothing loss um the first shutout that the ducks have dealt with this season which is saying a lot for uh, the team that we watched last season um i'm sure there'll be other shutout hopefully not too many more i feel like our offense is clicking and it's a lot a lot better than it was last season. So hopefully there aren't too many nights where they're shut out, but I did feel like the team was a bit off. And they <laughs> also the, played the... a rest, arrested penguins team too. Yeah. Like their road trip has been very beneficial. Of yeah. Many 100%. days off in a row. Yeah. But yeah. Felt they were a little, little off passes were a little weird. Um, it just wasn't the same. Like, I don't know. Just didn't have the same like connection on different things like like we've seen in the last few games. But um, not terrible. It was a whatever game. It was just kind of I don't know. I didn't I didn't take that one too hard. Um, but yeah, the four two win against the Knights was good. Two nothing loss to the Penguins. Like we said earlier, it felt like they played a lot more. So it's weird only talking about two games. I don't know. It's been a weird, such a weird week. But um. But yeah, wasn't wasn't too bad. It was a, it was two whatever games. You know, the Knights game kind of was so exciting um, that the Penguins lost. It was kind of was whatever because I was still like on a high from the <laughs> from the Vegas game. Yeah, it's kind of sad, but hey, well, what can you do? This is where we're at right now. Like, well, I mean, the great thing is the first the like the loss wasn't to San Jose. Gives them their first win. Yeah, yeah. I think I think that kind of softened the the annoying you know the annoying feeling of losing the streak um but also set my mind at ease because it's just like thank god yeah i just did not (laughs) want to see i did not want the sharks going into sunday night still winless still winless i would have been so upset because i'm like this is this it's just gonna happen (laughs) it's gonna happen like i don't want my team to be in on that side of history but so at least we don't have to worry about that anymore. Um, speaking yeah. <laughs> of those, speaking of those sharks, they're beating the Oilers right now, one nothing. That game's on ESPN Plus and Hulu, by the way. Go check it out. You said they're beating. If, you're, if this is Thursday night, um, if you're listening to this on Friday, sorry, it's well over, and you know the outcome. What were you saying now? You said they're beating the Oilers. Yeah, one nothing. Oh shit. <laughs> We're, we're about scored. we're about to they play the knights the, uh the oilers just get blown up halfway through they play the knights tomorrow um the sharks do so we'll see how that goes oh yeah only 11 minutes ago what a wild time 
And the goal against was uh, Sutherland. Sutherland was wide open. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> well, we'll we'll talk about that a little bit later. Yeah, the Oilers. That, we the had Oilers that should have their own can have their own segment on this show. Just <laughs> just ridiculous what's going on in Edmonton. But yeah. Well, we did have two, and uh, I would say one announcement and one kind of. Uh, thing shown off via social media um have a theme night coming this year that i don't think was originally scheduled but they're doing a collaboration with uh the offspring and it is going to be come out and play night on february 9th um i think it's like they're doing like they're going to do co-branded merch and it's also a celebration of one of the offsprings like first albums turning 30 years old on top of yeah they're oh, kind of okay. shoehorning that that in with the ducks 30th anniversary which is cool yeah i mean i was talking to chip about it last night and she's like the fact that it took this long for them to kind of collab with the offsprings kind of amazing because yeah. they go to games all the time Mm-hmm. But it, it it's cool to see them kind of embrace some of the local stuff. Um, yeah, you know, we've seen a lot cool. of that in the last couple of years. And I mean, why not do it with a rock band? Like, the Offspring yeah. are pretty rad. So it's like, mm-hmm. like I agree. Like, why did this take so long? <laughs> it is weird that it took this long. Yeah. Um, I do like that it's a game. Um, would you say f- February 9th? Yeah, February 9th. Yeah. And it's against the Oilers. I think <laughs> it's kind of fitting with what we were just talking about. So, um. <laughs> They will be playing the Oilers that night. Come out and play night. Definitely have to check. I wonder if I can get out there for that. It's a Friday night game. That could be. That could be doable. That could be doable, kids. It'll be right around the season when uh, after a McDavid trade has happened. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, but the the merch the the merch is they're pretty cool. I like the Offspring logo, like in like the Mighty Duck logo. It looks so cool. I like it. Yeah, the that's the other thing. The graphic design team and the people have been making the merch the last couple of seasons. They have been on fire. Yeah, you know, we we tell Tyler all the time, but like, you know, props to the Ducks design team the last couple of years. They've been they've been on top of it. That's also kind of made it easier to to stomach because we've been <laughs> as bad as we've been, but they're still coming yeah. out some pretty fire merch. Yeah, yeah, that'll be that'll be fun. That'd be pretty cool too to check out and hopefully i can be there and not have to watch it on tv so i can actually see what's going on <laughs> well you know milo loves when you bring the inflatable that's bed. true you guys could that's always true. hang out that's true you would that's have to deal thing. with meredith though she she's she's a little nutbag <laughs> uh so the other thing i was alluding to is uh we we kind of got a an insight to the uh, we skate her way initiative that the ducks are doing um yeah, we had a video of uh, Radko Gudis mic'd up on the ice with the girls, and that was really cool. I enjoyed that. Just another way to connect with the community. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the only way you can get more eyes on the franchise and more eyes on the sport is having initiatives like that. I know KHS is running all women's league now too, which is pretty oh, really? cool. Um, I think they play on like Saturday or Sunday nights. Nice, um, but it's it's kind of like a it's almost like if you took and mixed like learn to play with just kind of putting them into like a rookie season together yeah um but i think there's four four teams total 
which okay. I mean, for like kind of the first go around is, you know, great to see. Yeah. Um, you know, I have some friends playing in it. Um, guys I play with that they got their wives into it, you know, it, it's kind of good to see the ducks. Not that they, they have been bad about this in any way, but you know, getting back on the community again and, and kind of doing something like this. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's been really cool. Um, the video was funny. The the part at the end with the bubbles and oh, the, yeah. the subtitle of just like in like it said like screaming because of bubbles or something like that. Yeah, yeah. I like that one little girl that's that was like looked at Gudis and was like, "I'm hungry." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was that was that was a cute video. I enjoyed that. But um, yeah. So this uh, we play her way initiative is a collaboration between the Ducks. Um, score program, the rinks, and the Anaheim Lady Ducks. Um, but yeah, it's going to be uh, specifically for girls uh, elementary age with pathways uh, to explore their passion for hockey. Um, so it looks like the first program, it's a two-pronged approach. Um, it's The first program is designed for girls ages 5 to, uh, to 12 who have no previous on-ice experience. It's an eight-week session free of charge and it comes with all the gear well yeah loaner equipment custom jerseys it looks really it just sounds really cool it's um i love that they're doing this um <clears throat> yeah the second the second step is uh ages 5 through 12 um and they have on ice instruction to the next level by introducing basic hockey skills and gameplay scenarios yeah, so it's um, it's like kind of the, yeah. the progression that they do with like learn to play and stuff where it's like you do the very yeah. basics and then it goes into more situational stuff like oh here's how you pass to a teammate, how here's how you skate on like breakout, stuff like that. So Yeah. And it's cool to see that it's already... it's kind of isolated to like one thing too. So you yeah. are reaching a different demographic instead of kind of the umbrella that you already get with like learn to play exactly. and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, apparently it's already been pretty well received. Um, Signups reach the 60 participant capacity mark in just 24 hours. So that's cool. It's it's nice to see that there is an appetite <laughs> for for the women's, the girls' side of things. And people, you know, you have a lot of girls that want to play. And you love seeing that. And it helps with, um, like, the women's uh, hockey coming to town. They were in Anaheim. Uh, I think last season, last season or the season before that, the the rivalry series between the U.S. It was and two Canada. seasons ago because they were in L.A. last two year. <laughs> okay, and now they're going to be in L.A. again this year. I think it's coming up like literally tomorrow or something because they were just in Arizona. Yeah, last night. Yeah. Um. So that's cool. I I love that. Um. My whole thing is growing. You know, I love seeing the women's uh game growing. It's it's so much fun. You know, people like to. You know, they they say their stuff about it just because it's not the men's game, but it's it's a lot. It's it's fun hockey. There's a lot of skill out there, and I love that the new league that's uh, happening uh, in January or February, the uh, PWHL. I'm hoping down the line when they're ready for expansion, I'd love to see a team in Orange County somewhere. I think that'd be so cool, um, regardless of where they play. If because I know some of the teams now, like the Minnesota team, currently is going to play where the Wild play. Um, not sure if they would be willing to play at Honda Center like immediately if they got a team there at some point, but even if they were able to just start like an Irvine, 
um, at Gray Park or something. Like, it, it, it'd just be cool. It'd be it'd be so cool to see it grow, um, especially in California with how big the state is and how many how many people live there. It's it's just it's 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 cool to see. And I hopefully this uh, this this helps continue the the trend of uh, little girls playing hockey and uh, get some more lady ducks playing professional hockey like uh, Kayla Barnes has yeah. been for a little while. So like it, it does nothing but help grow it for, you know, a new audience, a new generation of people. And that's, that's what you want to see. Yeah. Good stuff. So I, I would say we uh, forgo three stars of the week. Cause honestly, not much has changed in my eyes. Maybe just throwing Gibby in the mix there. Um, yeah, you could probably throw Gibson in there for sure. I mean, what more can you say about Mace no. McTavish? He, he, <laughs> he was the guy I had it one last week. It's like yeah. he just keeps doing what he's doing. And, you know, I, I didn't listen to all of it, but the, the clip that got shared of Atrano on that podcast saying that, yeah. you know, he's going to be the yeah. future leader of this team. Like the fact that his teammates already see it, um i'm kind of of the opinion already that it's kind of set in stone that mason's gonna be the next yeah. captain like yeah. if if the other guys are seeing it at you know 20 with him or mm-hmm. 20 you know however old mason is i think yeah, he's he's 20 right yeah like you, you just you know it's it's yeah it's a foregone conclusion at this point <laughs> and i hope it i hope it doesn't take too much longer like Hopefully by next season, for sure. Like I would uh, think so. Yeah, I think you you have a year to establish everybody under new coach, and then you know they said that everything is kind of by committee this year. But if you have one of the veterans on the team already saying like this is his team, you know he's mm-hmm. going to be the leader of this team. Like, yeah, I'd say he probably also speaks for the locker room too. Yeah. <laughs> And McTavish was named the NHL third star of the week this week. So look at him. That, that boy, that boy. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we'll, we'll just chug right along. See what I did there. Cause we're at yeah. our, what, what's on oh, tap schedule. He said, chug. <laughs> <laughs> so what's on tap brought to you by noble L works. Our new buddies over there at noble. Um, Great pregame spot. They have uh, free game parking. If you go before a Ducks game, go check them out. Um, enjoy a nice cold one. And they got a new the... drink too. They got Do a, they? It's a tiki punch seltzer. They said oh it tastes my. like Dole Whip. Oh my god! I did not see that. Um, the alcohol content on it was very enticing. <laughs> Let me check because it got sent in my group chat with my team. Okay. But yeah, go check them out uh, before a Ducks game. Like I said, free game parking, Noble. It's right around the corner from Honda Center. Like it's right there. Oh, hey, oh, Lou's coming in. There's, um, there's a Lou. There's the Lewis. Um, but yeah, uh, tell them the late arrival sent you. Um, you should be seeing some, uh, like we've been talking about it for a little bit, but you should be seeing uh, late arrivals stuff a little bit more at Noble. So it's 87%. 7% seltzer. Seven? Nice. Hello, That's Lou. Hello, Lewis. <laughs> for people Look listening, Ireland, dude, I've I've been struggling for like the last thirty minutes trying to get in. <laughs> Old man, Lou, fighting through about, links. I was about like three minutes 
throwing in the towel. <laughs> but I persevered because I wanted to be on this podcast with you guys. Because I love you. Yeah, cause, cause because you I love, love us. You love the listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. How's What's Vegas it, going? What? How's Vegas going? Oh, it's going great. <laughs> we'll talk about that later if you want. We okay. don't need to. Just keep going what you're, what okay. you're doing. We just got through the duck stuff. We're on uh, our What's on Tap for uh, presented by Noble. Our good friends at Noble. Shout out Noble. <laughs> tell them, tell them that we sent you. Yep. Flap sent Free parking. Free game parking. So yep. we have ducks flyers tomorrow. Ducks sharks on Sunday. Um, I didn't get the days of ducks preds, but we are going on the road after Sunday to play the Predators and the Avs before we record next week. So that'll be a nice little test. Uh. Seeing some more central division teams, which seem to always give us some trouble. Yeah, um, for real. I'm hoping this is the year we get one up on the Preds. Not gonna lie, but yeah, they are pretty. Uh, they're pretty poop. So hopefully, hopefully we can take it to them on uh, Tuesday. By the way, I I bet on the Ducks to win the Stanley Cup today. So I did see that. Yeah, I I showed you guys. So. Uh... I'm gonna want the Ducks to win every single game from here on out. <laughs> I'm gonna be, very, I'm gonna very, I'm gonna be a very happy, happy person. <laughs> it's not too much to ask. <laughs> well, we will chug right along here. Um, as always, if you do not have ESPN Plus already, you can sign up at insidetherink.com/espn. Not only benefit us, but benefit our network as a whole, and also get ESPN Plus so you can watch the uh, Tank Bowl currently going on between the Oilers and the Sharks and any other games. Um, sadly, at the moment, it seems like uh, most Ducks games and most Kings games are blacked out for whatever reason. I've just kind of given up on trying, but it has made catching up on kind of some of the other games going on a little bit easier to kind of at least give me my hockey fix during the week. Yeah. Um, but like we said, it not only supports us, but it supports our network. Um, be interesting to see what original content comes this, this year. And isn't the, uh, aren't the playoffs back on ESPN this season? The, uh, I think so. Yeah. They're, um, they're split between ESPN and TNT, and then the Stanley Cup final is on oh, yeah, what ESPN, was the ABC. Point? The last final last year's TNT. TNT, yeah. ABC has it again this year. That'll be good. So the final this year? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, cool. if uh, ESPN Plus isn't your thing, you prefer seeing games in person, you could also go to Ooh. 714 Tickets. Tell them about and it. And use code LAP at checkout for 10% off any order. And then five, you get 5% towards any future orders. Um, you know, 714 has been great to us. We've been working with them for almost a year because we we started yeah, working man. with them in December. I think so. But uh, it doesn't have awesome. to be just for sports. It can be for concerts. It can be for other sports. Um, you know, we're not in baseball season just yet, but 
football is in full swing and the NBA is starting again. So go and get tickets to games uh, or pretty much anything that requires a ticket. 714 is the place for you. Yeah. Like we said, Ducks have the uh, Flyers um, tomorrow. If you're listening to this on Friday, the game is tonight. Grab your uh, last-minute tickets at 714. They got the Sharks at home on Sunday. Yep, Korea bubblehead night. Yeah, one of the legacy nights on Sunday against the Sharks. We'll get tickets. You know what? I said I don't know what bobblehead it is, but I believe it's the first bobblehead. It's the Korea one. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Flyers, Sharks um, coming up here in Anaheim. And then, I mean, hey, if you're listening in uh, in Tennessee, Ducks are in uh, Nashville on Tuesday night. If you're listening in Colorado in the Denver area, the Ducks are in uh, in Denver on Wednesday. It's weird that they're going to play the Predators Avalanche back-to-backs. That's that going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, that kind of blows. <laughs> what, what game is first? Nashville. Preds. So they're going to... So they fly home. They're they're gonna fly from Orange County to Tennessee, and then back and come to Denver. And then they're going. I think they're gonna be home for like another four or something. And then they're back on the road for like one. I don't. Know, it's weird. That's not bad actually. I'd Nash- rather go the furthest team. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Get that one out of the way first. Yeah. Hopefully they beat those people. <laughs> yeah. Code of LAP. You want to tell the people about shift? My good Let's sir. do the shift things. Cream. Uh, Lou loves his cream, and so do you. Go to shifthockey.com. Use code LAP10, LAP10, all caps LAP, and then the number 10. Uh, get you 10% off your order at shifthockey.com. They have hockey sticks that are cheaper than most. Say no thank you to CCM. Say see you later, Bauer. Say nice try, true hockey. I'm going to shift. I'm making the move to shift. We are shifting to shifthockey.com. Grab a hockey stick. Here. (laughs) Grab grab a stick. Grab some gloves. If you don't need either of those at the moment and you still want to wear some stuff from them, you want to have some shift swag. You got hoodies. You got some hats. You got beanies. They come in white, black, and what is cream. it? What is it? Cream. Cream color. Lap 10 at checkout, 10% off. Go support the guys at Shift. They do some good stuff. Um, if you kind of get lost on, a, on their website a little bit, you can find yourself in a little spot where you can get, if you buy a hockey stick, um, through like a, a specific link on their website, they, um, I think they give a stick to a local team in Columbus. Uh, the Columbus hockey team in 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 Ohio. So, um, if you go through that link and get a get a stick, you support um a local team in Columbus, which is great. Um, so go check yeah, them out. Very cool, good stuff. So, getting into the uh, NHL news here, uh, first team to really make some moves seemed to be the Wild this year. Yeah. Um, move on from Kalen. Addison, um, they trade for Zach Bogosian. I thought they were doing okay to start the year, but yeah, I guess they're kind of eh. I I saw a lot of people saying they're kind of upset with Addison since he was so young. 
But, you know, Zach Bogosian's from the Minnesota area and playing with Pat Maroon, I guess, you know, was an easy easy transition for him coming over. Mm -hmm. Um, Set up. But, you know, kind of meaningless stuff. Um, yeah and so far (laughs) so the wild are five six and two currently 12 points they're sixth in the central um but i mean one win and they're in fourth so could be worse they're in the the say what i said are the ducks doing better than them oh baby are they yeah ducks are like a game Ducks have 14 points to Minnesota's 12, and the Ducks have played one last game. Look at look at the Ducks, man. <laughs> look at those whackers doing things. Oh, yeah, the Minnesota – okay, the Wild did play tonight, and they lost to the Rangers 4-1, by the way, so that's not great. Yeah. And I kind of yeah, wish yeah. we had, like, a cool, like, um, uh, sound – Sound thing that we could use, like some kind of like score update, because we got the Sharks winning two one right now over the Oilers. I forgot to update when it was one one. <laughs> There's a lot going on apparently. Um, are the Sharks the wagon? Shut up. <laughs> hey, they could be a wagon until Sunday. Yeah, sure. They got the Knights tomorrow. We we talked about, about that, so we'll see how it goes. I mean, the Knights. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with them lately. I don't. I don't care if they win. As long as they don't beat us, I don't I don't I don't care. I, I feel you. I feel you, Lou. Yeah. Well, speaking of teams that seem to kind of be in a little trouble this early, the Devils haven't looked been looking so hot lately. I mean it sucks losing Jackie Hughes, but that ass game had everything in it, just drama and you know. "Quote unquote dirty it's galore." Yeah. Um, I'm not saying Colton's ejection wasn't, you know, meaningless, but there were there were a lot of angry people on Twitter. I saw, and I mean, oh, yeah. rightfully, rightfully so. I mean, you're already without, you know, arguably your best player, and guys are taking runs at some of the young kids. But yeah, is it is it panic time just yet, or do you think? Our Devils recover. I think they'll be all right. They're still 7-4-1. They have 15 points. They're in third place. Um, They've played one less game than second place Hurricanes, who are only one point ahead of them. I think they'll be okay. And they're still they're still doing this without Hughes. Um, I know they're not – I know they're kind of in a weird funk right now, and I know Biz called them out on TNT, I think, last night. <laughs> um. I don't know. I don't I don't think he was duped. He said, you know, that he was duped by the fans and the hype that was going into the season. I think they'll be all right. They just are I also think that's just his being dramatic. Yeah, and you know, he's got it. <laughs> that's kind of his bit, you know, and he kind of goes with it. He he's on TNT for a reason. It's to have these these takes that get people talking and get people interacting with these clips on social media and you know, it works. It gets people talking and gets people to either agree with him or for the most part, hate on him for all of his, all of his takes. But I mean, I don't know. In my opinion, I think the devils will be fine, but um, they've only played yeah. 12 games. So if it kind of, if they're kind of in the same spot where it's kind of weird and it's not, you know, maybe they win a few here and then they go on these losing streaks and then they win one and then start another losing streak. 
and we're like 30 games in, then I'd be a little worried, but I think they'll be okay. Same. Agreed. Agreed. So we, we checked in on the tank bowl, so we can uh, cross that off the notes, but, you know, <laughs> big sharks, big uh, sharks guys for the rest of this pod. <laughs> Did you say the ankles? The, the tank, tank bowl. bowl. <laughs> okay. I like what Pete, I like what <laughs> Pete Blackburn. Totally different. I like what, what Pete it? Blackburn called it. He, um, like the, what was it? The oil, what was it? Rudolph was calling it the oil bowl. The oil bowl. What what is this new podcast called? What chaos? Like oh yeah, we were talking about Frank Petrano on that. Go check him out. Uh, Pete Blackburn and his yeah. buddy DJ Bean, um, are over there. Uh, with what chaos? It's an awesome show. I've listened to, um, I think about three episodes now. I'm trying to catch up. They uh they have a show every every day from like Monday to Thursday. Um, but yeah, they had Frank Petrano on, so go check out that. Seemed like it was really good. I still haven't listened to it. I'm going to try to listen to it tomorrow at some point. Yeah, Frank called uh, Mason McTavish old. <laughs> yeah. I said he's the only 20-year-old that looks like he's 45. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's not wrong. I mean. Okay, so Pete Blackburn, Pete Blackburn called it the Oil Shark Bowl. And yeah. he, he got like an AI image made for it. And it's like a shark, like this menacing looking shark with a hockey stick coming out of a toilet that's overflowing with oil. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great, it's a great picture. Um, I'll send it to our group chat, but yeah, that's fun. Um, next up, uh, we've seen a, and rightfully so, we've been seeing an influx of uh, neck protection yeah uh to the league which is great to see you know uh, we didn't touch on it last week because uh, we had i mean our notes were kind of jam-packed and yeah i didn't feel like just glancing over it um plus gave it more time to kind of see how widely accepting it is but you know with the, the tragic passing of adam johnson um it's, yeah. it's great to see that a lot of guys are on board with this and they're being real about it. You know, you had TJ Oshie saying that, you know, he wants to be around for his kids, which, you know, is a little morbid um, to just, you know, outright say that but at the same time, you know, he has a family, you know, yeah. he, he wants yeah. to protect himself as, as best, you know, as can. And, you know, a lot of the guys that knew Adam and beyond, you know, just saying that if it's just something that I have to get used to and protects me a little bit more, then so be it. You know, it's not gonna be that big a deal to get used to wearing it as another layer. And it's it's yeah. great to see that. Um I'm pretty sure we sold all of ours in like three days just because it's becoming, oh, really? it's becoming mandated at the youth level, especially the club. That's which, nice, yeah. you know, um not not to say that it wasn't to be expected, but yeah, you know, the fact that something like this has been taken as seriously it is, especially at the pro level, it's not just kind of like, oh, okay, I'm gonna do what I want still and you know, screw these teams if they're making me wear it. Like a lot of guys are looking at it with you know, real perspective because yeah, at the end of the day, if you didn't know Adam, like hockey's still a brotherhood and the connections run deep, and yeah, you know, to, to see that. 
there is some positivity for it and a lot of guys are just like no like this this isn't gonna be something that's gonna affect me too much like i i want to do this to protect myself like that's that's good to see yeah i mean when you think about it too like i never really thought about it until this happened which sucks that something like this has to happen um you know to to kind of think about these things but it is crazy that net guards weren't kind of a thing already in place at least at the youth level um that's just nuts to me with these guys skating around with knives on their feet literally um but it's nice to see it happening now um it's just it, it's it, it's crazy to see everything that happened with with all that it just happened so fast and you know there were rumors going around that he you know was going to be okay then he wasn't and it was just a mess and it's really tragic and i i feel for um you know his family and friends and especially like even the people at the arena like i can't imagine being at the arena and seeing that happen in front of your eyes like that's that's crazy so i hope i hope they're doing okay i hope they're able to talk to people and um you know getting the, the the help that they need to get through this stuff and um yeah it's it's terrible to see but um I'm glad that the neck protection stuff is starting to, you know, be accepted around the, the hockey world. Um, I saw, I think Eric Carlson was wearing one, at least in practice. Um, yeah. Some Penguins players were wearing them in practice. Um, yeah. Some of the Kings are wearing more. them in games already. Kopitar yeah, kinda, yeah. Kind of left the charge on that. Yeah. Um, so that's, if that's I'm great recalling right, uh, Strom did an interview or was talking to the media the other day and said that it sounds like some of the ducks are getting them and some of the guys are going to test them out. So, I mean, that's good okay. to see. Yeah. Um, I mean, TJ Bushy's company sold out of all their inventory in 24 hours. Yeah. Um, so, the fact that it's being taken seriously, I think, is the big thing um, because it could just be written off. You know, and again, it's tragic that it takes someone losing their life to make it you know, commonplace, but it's good to see that it's being taken seriously and people are, are, are kind of, you know, looking at it with a new perspective. Like this is something that we could have had before, but now, you know, let's take the steps to normalize it. That's what you see. Exactly. Agreed. So we had a couple of milestones in the last couple, couple days. I'm at Kachuk reaches uh 500 points in his 520th game which and that almost doesn't feel real but i know <laughs> i mean what can you say about kachak he's he's a guy that yeah, i think everybody wishes was on their team yeah yeah i know we talked about it a lot last off season of come on <laughs> come on yeah. pat do it but <laughs> yeah it's cool to see you know he's one of one of the players i think i wouldn't say he's underrated because he gets a lot of attention and airtime but yeah. he's a guy i enjoy watching play just because he's a little bastard out there yeah he gets a little like he gets talked about but in a little bit of a different way just because of how he plays and he's yeah. he, it's funny because when he got drafted i remember the video coming out of uh them like asking him and like austin matthews and patrick Lyonet who they model their game after or who they looked up to and like Matthews and Line are saying like these really great offense. Not saying who I'm about to say is not good offensively because he he was in his time with the Ducks. But Matthew Kachuk came out and said Corey Perry, <laughs> and like um, I remember Line and Matthews kind of looking at each other and like laughing. 
because you know it's Corey Perry. Like everyone knows that if he's not on your team, you don't like him. He's like a little rat out there. He's always in your goalie's face, and he's falling on top of the. He's just a little pest. Yeah. And Matthew Kachuk is literally the same player. It's crazy. So he is fun to watch. Um, I I enjoy him a lot, and it's nice that he's not in the Pacific Division. He's living it up in South see, Florida. See him twice a year. Don't have to get burned yeah. anymore. Yep. Yep. Happy he can about do whatever that. he wants with the. Yeah, yep. do whatever he wants with the Panthers. Panthers are cool. There are expansion. Panthers are. Please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Panthers are fine in our, in my book. There are expansion brothers. So yep. I have a little little soft spot Same for them. Right. Yep. Yeah. Ninety three bros. Ninety three bros. <laughs> Uh, more importantly, though, Ryan's favorite player of all time, Anze Kopitar, got goal number 400 <laughs> of his career last night. Shout out, Ryan, and shout and the out. the mouse goes shout wild. Out, <laughs> shout out, mouse, mouse man. <laughs> the mouse goes wild. That, but... <laughs> uh, before we moved on, uh, did you – I don't expect that you did, Lou, because you're not about checking out the Hoover Dam today, but um, – <laughs> Did did you see the Trevor Linden thing? The what? Trevor Linden. He did no. like an interview. So he did an interview on uh, I think it was Sportsnet nine sixty. Uh-huh. Uh huh. On like a Canucks show, <laughs> and kind of got everybody in a dizzy because he accused Jim Benning of not being on board to draft Elias Patterson. Oh. And, and so the context of it was they weren't so happy that they drafted Oli Jalovi the year before. They felt like it was kind of a misinformed pick, but Benning okay. was very high on him. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, they're talking about how that has kind of soured because he didn't play much, and now he's playing in Sweden. Yeah. Um, but he pretty much said that they felt like they had to step in and tell Benning, like, no, you need to draft Pedersen. That, that mm. draft and Benning had to come out and say like no I liked him too I just wanted them to do more due diligence on other players and everyone's just like that's kind of bad and, <laughs> and someone's coming out and saying that you almost didn't draft a player like Elias Pedersen yeah <laughs> my god I found it kind of funny because like I, I did see a tweet that was like out of all of the stuff you could say about the Canucks right now with how good they're playing. Yeah. You know, of course, the story of the Kings traction is Jim Benning almost didn't draft Elias Pedersen and it gets people upset at Jim Benning even though he's not the GF anymore. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's, it's funny. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. and I feel like we, we've gotten all, all the Canadian franchises have done something or something controversial has happened this season outside of Winnipeg and Montreal. So they're yeah. next up on the agenda, but add it to the the drama-filled season, you know, up north so far. <laughs> Before I move on to questions, we want to talk about um, or sympathize with our Leafs friends about getting to experience the wonders of John Klingberg. Jesus. I mean... <laughs> Can it help happen to a better team? Hey, now. Can it happen to a better team? I mean, I feel bad. I don't like they. I don't. I don't know if there was like excitement around the fan base in Toronto when when Klingberg 
came on board. I don't really remember how, like, how people were taking it. Um, but I felt like there was a little bit like, oh, this is a good pickup. Like, like oh, we got John Klingberg. Like, from a, maybe it was like a small group that I saw. Um, so well, it's also because he was making less money than we gave him last year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Significantly but, less. And and now the Leafs, man, they're just. I think they got beat by the Senators like six three the other night. Like they're just. Yeah, I, I was not happy about that because I'm struggling very hard in fantasy this year. I am oh, yeah? in la- last place currently. Um, and I draft. You know, I drafted. I will. I will say I drafted very smart. <laughs> I drafted like okay, I'm gonna go here, here, and here. Like I'm gonna pick guys that I always try and pick like a lot of like two way players. So I get guys that are either like both a center and a left winger, center right winger, or you know they play both wings. Yeah. Um, but currently looking at my team, um, I had to drop Jared Spurgeon because he got hurt. Yeah, Jesus. immediately. <laughs> um, so my team as it is right now, I have Byfield who I picked up this week. Mm-hmm. I have Leon Dreisaitl. I have him with the second overall pick. Okay. And that has been an adventure. <laughs> Kyle Connor, Jared McCann, Zach Hyman, Tom Wilson, Dmitry Orlov, Mikey Anderson, Wierenski, Doug Hamilton, Jake Sanderson, Barzell. And then on my bench, currently I have three people all out. All out? Um, Chandler Stevenson is out. Um, I have Tyler Toffoli. Adam Fox is IR long term. Yeah. Um, I took a gamble. I was like, you know what, Montour is gonna come back early, <laughs> so I took him as one of like my last picks because like, you know what, he can be on my IR. He can just yeah. be waiting until he comes back. I have one of my original goalies left. <laughs> my two goalies were Logan Thompson and Shesterkin. I thought okay. she, I thought Logan Thompson was gonna play more, but you know, yeah, I, I was very wrong about that. But I'm not having to roll Shesterkin out. I have Joseph Wool and Cam Talbot as my goalies. Oh man! And I picked up Wool yesterday before the Leafs game. Jeez. Um, but with how our fantasy is with my friends, um, we have categories. Mm-hmm. Or with my coworkers, um, he he likes doing categories. Um, so it always is fluctuating. Like you're never like you don't bank points and they just get added on top. Oh, okay. so we were tied four four today before we left. Yeah, and when we started recording, I was losing seven nothing. Oh, because it counts goals, assists, power play goals, shots on goal, faceoff wins, and hits. And then goalie stats are just wins, save percentage, and then you get a shutout. Okay. So we went from being tied to now I'm losing five one. Okay. Um, because I have one category I'm winning. Uh, but it has it has been an adventure, and I was like, you know what? I, I just need a goalie. I'm gonna pick him up, and yeah. it's just I was winning at one point yesterday, and that just completely tanked things. I was, oh my god! I was very upset because I was like, I I had this plan going in of like, okay, I know who I want to get. I'm gonna fly under the radar, and yeah, is. It has not worked out in my favor. I'm I'm a little I'm a little peeved. The the Montour thing you did, I I did something similar. I got Patcheretti, and he's okay. kind of sitting on IR. Maybe I can bring him in at some point. And in an, 
I think another league that I'm in, I actually just um I had uh Campbell as one of my goalies. <laughs> <laughs> so I tra- I dropped him and I added uh Dostal recently. So that's see how that goes. I know not a lot of us in our league have Dutch players. Mm-hmm. So I mean when Jamie comes back, I might be able to salvage somewhat, but I am I I think I'm in single digit wins. Yeah. Because it's it's every week and it it adds how many categories you lost. So I think I'm about eight and twenty or something like that. Oh jeez. It's, it's uh it's very bad. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> well, before before we get into like questions and stuff, um can do a quick rundown of our uh, most recent power rankings that we released on Monday because uh, it got some uh, got a little bit more attention than the the other two that previously came out because a new team was in our power rankings this week. Number ten, our wonderful Anaheim Ducks made an appearance. It's the Ducks, man. It's the Ducks. It's a yeah. wagon. The hey, wagon. Pete Blackburn. Pete Blackburn already said on what chaos he's on the bandwagon. So join Pete. The game. Ignored the game that they played on Tuesday, but they're they're a wagon. <laughs> they are a wagon. Hop on before it's Hop too late. Hop on the wagon. But yeah, ducks. Our uh, ducks came in at number ten. Um, sure did. We had a couple teams uh, go down a little bit. The uh, the Red Wings were at number nine for us this week. Devils dropped to eight this week. Avalanche were seven. Um, Six, we had the Stars. Five, Rangers. Four, the Kings. Three, we have the Canucks uh, this past week. Um, talking about how good they've been. Um, they're 8-2-1. and one. Uh, Monday, um, as of Monday morning of this week, they were 8-2-1. and one. Um, Number two, our number one and two has been the same, I think, every week. And it's just the Knights and the Bruins. Um but yeah, the the Ducks getting that big win against Vegas uh, put them in our top ten, and we'll see. Uh, we'll put together our new top ten on uh, Sunday night and see what we're feeling. See how I feel yeah. after the Duck Sharks game on Sunday. <laughs> we're either gonna be riding high or gonna be very upset. Yeah. <laughs> what are we What are we feeling tomorrow night against the the shark the Flyers? <clears throat> Flyers. Um. I well, what? Would. Yeah, when we played them in Philly, it was what seven four. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think three. I think Lucas Johnson is playing tomorrow. Probably, yeah. Jake says they five three. Drake only might go like Gibby two games, and then Lucas Dostal two games, and then Gibby two games, and so on and so on. I'll say they beat the um, they beat the Flyers uh. Four or two. I'll say they beat um I'm thinking three two. I don't know why, but three two, okay. Yeah. Sounds good right. to me. Nope. You writing no it more. down? No more. Oh, just don't you worry, Lou. I'm writing it down. Okay. <laughs> Cause I'm not gonna remember at all. <laughs> at well, all. Before we get into questions, uh Today in Ducks history, just posted uh, eleven ten. So tomorrow, you know, or if you're seeing this on Friday today, mm-hmm. uh, happy uh, anniversary, Bob Murray stepping down as Ducks general manager. 
Oh. Happened 11, 10, 20, 21. All Shout right. out to, uh, to uh, Ducks History. Bucky mm-hmm. Hermit runs that account. It's a great account. Bucky. Has his own uh, uh, podcast as well um, mm-hmm. on the same topic of Ducks History. So go check that out on your favorite podcast platform. Apple's the best. You like Apple the best? I always listen on Spotify to all my stuff. Spotify yeah. sucks. It kind of does, yeah. But I don't know. It's I just, just don't like when Spotify changes everything like every two Apple, weeks. Apple is the best. <laughs> but I'll let you guys figure that out on your own. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'll let I you mean, come on my side eventually. Okay. Yeah. We can get into questions now because we have a good amount to see. Uh, but starting with our Hockey Phoenix 5 topic of the week, he asks Going from Dallas against the Grand Cronin, is there anything specific that stands out in terms of differences in how the team plays? Um, they play for each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the, the group seems a lot closer this year and. They don't give up, and I think that comes down to their obviously more chemistry between some of the guys from last year. You know, Strom and Trauma looked really good. I mean, that whole second line as a whole has been very good. Yeah. Um, but they uh, it looked really good just from a chemistry perspective. I I honestly um pretty much the same what you said they just they play for each other. They there's just a lot more um like we talked about it earlier in the in the episode they just they just seem to play for each other more. They they seem happier. Um it's just it, it's it's just easier to watch. Um and he's so good with uh, Greg Cronin and is so good with his interviews. So insightful, like we always say, and um, I just I really enjoy it. It's so much better than Dallas Aikens hockey. It's it's so great. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's this huge huge difference. If you fall if you follow the Ducks at all, especially from last year to this year, you can tell the difference in just about everything. Like it, it's almost a it almost has like, like an expansion team feel. Like it feels like it's a brand new team. Like everything is new. Um, it's, it's just great. I, I enjoy it. And like we talked about earlier, um, I, I, I said like the losses don't feel like losses cause they really don't like some, some games do when they suck some like, but there's only been like a few, I would say two have really bothered me. Um, just the way that they lost them. But other than that, like just, you could just listen to Cronin talk, uh, uh post game and you feel better about everything. Like he's just like the perfect interview. Um, and I, I can rave about him all night, so we should probably move on. <laughs> <laughs> I love the guy. <laughs> well, our next one comes from Barry. He says, does recent play help Gibson's trade value? And do you think he still might be traded at some point? 
maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. I I don't know. It's it's hard to say. I, I feel like it's a little. I feel like it's harder to say this year than it was last year. Last year, just because of how bad the team was, it was so easy to be like, yeah, they're probably going to ship them out. Like it's, it's yeah, like, like the it's, easiest. It's, it's finally time. <laughs> yeah. But now this year, not saying that I'm like, oh, don't trade them anymore. Cause I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm open for anything uh, that makes the team better, obviously. Um, Game, so he's looked pretty good. He has. He's looked really good. Um, him and Dostal together, it's just it's a really good one-two punch, in my opinion. And I, I, I feel like the team should really ride it out, see where it takes them. I mean, if they get to like Thanksgiving, if they if they get to Thanksgiving or um even like Christmas, um the little little break that they have for uh Christmas and stuff, and they're in a good position still. I don't know. I think you just keep riding it out, and I mean, I don't know who's gonna really want his. How many more years does he have on his on his contract? Do you know off the top of your head? I think it's at least two. I think he's till twenty twenty six. It's two years, yeah. Okay, I mean it's doable. Obviously, there's a lot of a lot of teams that are showing um a weakness in goal right now. Like you know we've, we've talked about the Oilers a lot in in this episode, but um, I feel like every year it's the same with the Oilers. They have the the skill on offense. You know, I mean, they have McDavid, the best player literally in the world. And you got Dreisaitl, who's easily top five, depending on who you ask, top three. Um, But they never have goaltending. And they haven't had goaltending in forever. Or defense. Or defense. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's it's just never ending. So, I mean, okay, you can say, would they be interested in John Gibson? Sure, I'm sure anybody that needs a goalie would be interested in him. But would he even make a difference in Edmonton? Like, yeah, if, like if he's gonna go to a place with less defense, less, who's to say he's gonna be as good? Because yeah, I mean, the look Ducks at could last maybe, year. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the Ducks maybe could find a way to get. Maybe they could fleece the Oilers in a in a trade like that, and because the, the Oilers could be in a spot where they're desperate for for a move like that. But are the Ducks defense better? Is the Ducks defense better than the Oilers right now? I would say so. Well, just from the fact that we're winning more games, yeah, yeah, but I, we're I would, also so. we're also rolling, you know, rookies in the lineup and guys that are new to the team. That you know, I don't think anyone really expected to have chemistry together. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I think it's very situational. It's hard to say, like, you know, it's better because we're the better team right now. Um, you know, I mean, obviously that certainly makes it easier to say, but yeah. I mean, I would trust, you know, two rookies on the blue line than having Cody CC and Darnell Nurse <laughs> that are, you know, good for a goal every couple games, but, yeah. you know, are either pushing guys on top of their goalies or, you know, just getting in the way. <laughs> yeah, because I remember um, going back to the question with the whole Gibson thing, I remember we talked about – possible trades and i brought up the devils <laughs> that i wouldn't mind <laughs> i wouldn't mind seeing him go to the devils and that that could still be a possibility um but i don't know i don't i don't really know this it's a harder question for me to answer this year than it was last year yeah last year it was just like yeah we can move them i think it's time like you said jake it was time and things weren't going well and it's like you know let's just try to get something for them while we can um, before it's too late. And I, I feel like it has been too late for like a good year, two years, but um, 
don't know. At the moment, I say roll, just keep rolling with him. If he keeps playing like this, like he's been playing, you never know. A team might be calling. Team might be desperate. Yep. We shall see. We'll stay on the the Ducks train here with the next two. Uh, We'll do Bucky's first because Bucky's is a fun. He says, what Ducks player do you think would make the scariest vampire? Hmm. Uh, I mean, I'd say Radko. I was. He, he, he <laughs> yeah. just looks like yeah. the scariest guy. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say Gudis, but I was trying to think of something else because I feel like Gudis is such an easy one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's got to be Radko. I'd say. Maybe Henrik. I feel like Henrik would be kind of creepy. I don't know the way his. Yeah. Like yeah, with I... his, I don't know with his smile. Like I'm not saying he's a creepy dude. But if he was a vampire, I think I'd be kind of scared. I'm smelling what you're cooking. You're what? (laughs) I'm smelling what you're cooking. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Well, our next one comes from Patrick, and he says, who represents Anaheim at the All-Star game? Probably Mason McTavish. I would say Mason for sure. Yeah. Um, If we were lucky enough to get a second person to go, it's got to be... If Pavel Minchukov keeps doing what he's doing, I think he's he's all star bound. 100%. I would say either Pavel or 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 Dostal. If Dostal's yeah. still rolling along and winning games, he he deserves to be there. But I would hate for him to be our only one. I I would think yeah. a lock. If you had to say, you know, as of this moment, it's it's Mason. Yeah. Yeah. If and Frank yeah, Frank Petrano's kind of cooled off a little bit now, but if he if he picks it back up and kind of keeps trucking along here, he could be a possibility too. Or maybe we have two forwards in the in the All Star game at some point. But yeah, yeah I agree. McTavish, Dostal, one of those probably for sure. McTavish is definitely the the leader right now. Yeah, honestly, I could see Gibby getting voted in. Maybe, yeah. I could he, as like the last, just... like the last chance vote. But... Yeah. yeah, him in that three on three just is the not great. Robert. <laughs> our next one comes from steven he says team new movie night what are you boys picking to show the squad dodgeball i'm do- okay okay dodgeball is a good one i was I'm gonna say i mean i would say the, i would say grandma's boy grandma's boy we're, we're talking about that at work today and i forgot i can Man. quote i could almost quote that whole movie that movie I, I could quote yeah, that's a oh, that that'd be awesome. That's a good one. Um, I was gonna piss off Lou, and if we wanna if we wanna be on like a hockey topic, I'd say a miracle, or um, <laughs> um, mystery Alaska is a good hockey one. Um, if we wanna do comedies, I definitely agree on dodgeball. Dodgeball is a very good answer. So I like that. I one. hate that they're making that's, a sequel. Are they really? What? I didn't even know that. What? There's a sequel apparently that they're working on and for what? For dodgeball. I mean, it's not it? like it's not like set in stone, but like every like year it comes up again. That oh, there's a sequel in development. And I hope it doesn't get off the floor because dodgeball does not need a sequel. It was over. It it finished. You know, the ending was great. You don't need to expand yeah. upon it. Like just yeah. keep it the way it is. Yep. Like a lot of 
We don't need like, a number two. Yeah, like a lot of Adam Sandler movies. Just stick to the one. Yeah. You don't need sequels. <laughs> we don't need two. <laughs> Our next one yeah, comes yeah. comes from Haley, and she says she was at McDonald's when she sent this. Um, because <laughs> the question says, "I am at McDonald's right now, so I must know your go-to McDonald's order." Uh, either McNuggets or a McChicken with no mayonnaise. No mayo. Yeah. Mayo mayonnaise is disgusting and nobody should eat it. But <laughs> I realize that people like that mayonnaise, but <laughs> I don't I, think I, mayonnaise, but you know. You do I you. Can f- I can fuck up some McDonald's. I usually eat the two cheeseburgers and then a ten piece nugget. It's a lot of food, nuggets. but yeah. I feel like when I go to McDonald's, I'm like fucking starving. So I, <laughs> it's a little easy to to get a little too enticed. Yeah, I probably I can't get... remember the last time I had a McDonald's burger. It's been years, honestly. Well, listen, I had to look at the menu because I haven't been to McDonald's in I'm not even kidding, maybe thirteen to fifteen years. Seriously? Wait, Seriously. I, I mean, good for you, man. I mean, like, I don't, I don't eat, <laughs> I don't eat a lot of fast food to begin with. Um, good for but you. But when I do like have a craving and I have like a splurge, I'll do like Freddy's or like maybe a Taco Bell type night or something. But I have uh-huh. not been, <laughs> I have not been in McDonald's in so long, and I didn't realize how long it's been until Haley asked this question. So thank you, Haley. Until you're for... like, wait, what's on? What what is this? <laughs> what's McDonald's? Um, I will say that I do want to go to this McDonald's in Roswell, New Mexico. Shout out to Roswell, New Mexico. Aliens are cool. Yeah. And I want to go. To, I want to go to your town. Yeah, they have a McDonald's it, there. It seems pretty. Wait, what? I said Roswell seems pretty cool. Yeah, I want to go. Um, they have a McDonald's there that uh, is in the shape of a spaceship, and it looks awesome. And I would go to that McDonald's. So yeah, I would too. Yeah. And they have like a, it's like a McDonald's play place. So like the play area is like all space themed. <laughs> Not that I would be in there. I'm an old, I'm like 30 year old. So I wouldn't be in there. Don't worry. But I wanted to look, I would look at it. Like it looks cool. Grimace is in like a, he's like an astronaut. Looks, looks pretty, looks pretty sick. I always forget you're older than me. I know, but... Lou. <laughs> Not by I that. Old, but not not by that much. I know. I I just feel so old. But then I think of you, and then I feel better <laughs> because I'm not as old as you. So he's like, "Yeah, you old fuck." <laughs> I feel Bingo. old, and I remember Chris exists. Yeah, yeah. I feel old, but then I remember Chris exists. Yeah. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> Uh, so we got two more here. We'll oh, do uh, we'll do Shantz next. He says buy, sell, trade, NHL goons edition. I'm pretty sure he named. Uh, I don't know. He didn't name all sharks. He said Rafi Torres, Ty Domi, and Dave Schultz. I'm not gonna lie. I don't know who Dave Schultz is. I do not Look either. I'm gonna <laughs> assume maybe former shark. It could be very wrong. Tell us. We're wrong in the comments or tweet at us, you know. Yeah, should should I feel bad that I don't know who that is? 
Um, um buy salt. I, mean, I would give us names next time. Give give names we know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I would sell Rafi Torres for a bag of chips because he hurt <laughs> Silverberg that one year. Rafi Torres sucks. Um, guy. I would. <laughs> I would say I would buy Ty Domi. I assume we're talking about giving contracts out. Yeah. And then since I don't know who Schultz is, we would just we would uh we would trade him. Agreed. Veteran presence. Agreed. <laughs> yeah, I would also buy uh Ty Domi. He didn't score a lot, not as much as his son Max does. But well, even he doesn't do a lot of that. Yeah. That's true. That's true. <laughs> But yeah, buy buy Tidomi, sell Schultz, I guess, and trade Torres. Agreed. Okay, our last one. Ryan got us a squeak of the week this week. And he's in the chat right now. So the mouse is here. He starts off with Kachina, Kachow, Kachu, Kachunk. Remembering to ask a question of that I've been in a funk. What is the pod's favorite tire? Tire? What the fuck does that mean? <laughs> What's your favorite tire? Are you a, you're a good um, Goodyear kind of guy? Like, Michelin? Oh, okay. Um, shout out Michelin. Yeah, Michelin. You big Michelin guy? <laughs> yeah, because they got the, the, the greatest logo. The Michelin you're- man. You like the yeah, you're your big Michelin man guy. Shout out to Michelin man, yeah. Looks like a big marshmallow. Yeah. He's he, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> uh, I guess I would say Bridgestone for me, but that's just because it's the only tire that was ever like affordable for us at the Firestone by my house, so <laughs> have uh, had bad luck with car um... tires, not gonna lie. Same, same. Um, but it sucks here in Phoenix because, like, when there's car accidents and stuff, I feel like they don't clean the streets very well. And like, same with like construction, they just don't care, dude. Like, ever since I've moved here, ever since I moved here, dude, they have. I've had like a nail on my tire almost, maybe two to three times a year. Jesus, it's stupid. And I've had to replace tires like no one's business, and it's just it's ridiculous. Um, but since I don't care about car tires, I'm going to say Kong, the dog toy. They have a, they have a tire. My dog has one. It's cute (laughs) as hell, dude. It's a little tire. It's like this big. It's so tiny. It's like the size of my palm. It's great. Kong tire. It's blue. (laughs) Hell yeah. (laughs) Hell yeah. Shout out Kong. If you want to support the pod, love your stuff. Shout out Ryan for asking about tires. (laughs) <laughs> okay, Lou, before we get out of here, do you want to talk about your Vegas experience so far? Yeah, so I'm in Vegas. Can you hear me, first of all? Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, so I'm Vegas. I got here yesterday. That's, what's today? Tuesday? Wednesday? Today's I got Thursday. here Tuesday. Today's Thursday, Lou. Oh, is it really? Oh, shit. <laughs> yes. Well, I got here yesterday, Wednesday. Um, okay. last night I went to the Neon Museum. Uh, that looked like pretty... fun. I want to go there. 
Yeah, the museum. It's got like old, like uh, old casino like signs. Yeah, like it's it's called Boneyard or whatever. That's cool. and they just got like a bunch of old casino signs, mm-hmm. and some of them are like lit up and pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, today I went to the Hoover Dam for the <laughs> first time. That, that honestly, the Hoover Dam is honestly awesome. Like, it, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's amazing how they they built that in like three years. They said mm-hmm. they said that uh, they wanted to build it in like five years, but they built it in like three years. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Shout out to humans. Yeah, shout out to shout out to those people in the thirties. <laughs> They're the people built in the 30s are just built different. They're definitely built different, yeah. Yeah, they're 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 better than us. Um, <laughs> I walk I walked the the Hoover Dam Bridge. I walked to the 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 because you know how they have the Nevada time and the in the Arizona time. I yeah, walked, I walked that. So I That's walked cool. to the Nevada side into the Arizona time. I, so I, the, I, the, I waved to Chris and Jenny. Yeah, you waved to us. Yeah, I, I felt it. Yeah, I felt it. I definitely felt something. I'm like, you know, I was at work and I'm like, what's going on? What's going on? There's a vibe happening right now. And it was definitely Lou waving. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, it was me waving. Yeah, we yeah. have that connection. Yeah. We're um, pretty tight. But yeah, but the Hoover Dam, if you've never been, go to it. It's it's pretty cool. Yeah, I agree. It's very awesome. It's it, It's a pretty cool human engineered human <laughs> engineering feet yeah yeah exactly and where were, <laughs> where, where were you yesterday where you saw the um f1 car you saw max Verstappen's car oh the the i'm saying at the mgm okay it was at the mgm yeah so okay f1 is gonna be here next weekend i think, I think. yeah mm-hmm yeah, so Max Verstappen's car is in the front lobby of the MGM. That's pretty cool. I uh, shout out Max. Shout out Max. <laughs> yeah, it was we were me and Jake were talking about that earlier. Um, about F one being there. I think it's. I think oh, it, be pretty oh cool. the traffic! The traffic is bad here, dude. Like I the, bet. The, no, because like there's specific on this uh, the spiff. I can't even talk. Uh, there's a. Specific area on the strip that they have blocked off, not blocked mm-hmm. off, but like there's like fences because they have to put up fences for the F1 yeah. track. Yeah, and it's just it's it's a mess. It's a yeah, mess here. I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, it should be pretty cool. Like I was telling Jake, I don't know a ton about F1, but I definitely want to tune into this one. I feel like it's gonna be cool to see it on the strip. See how it goes. Yeah, I think. Next week, there's going to be like practice and then qualifying and then the race. I think it starts think, Thursday next week, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. It's usually Saturday. It's a qualifying and then Sunday is the race. Yeah. Yeah, I think Sunday is like eleven o'clock at night because they want to yeah. they they want to have the race when like the casinos have the lights on and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. It's gonna be really yeah. cool to see. Yeah, what's so, what are your thoughts on the on the Vegas uh, sphere? The what? 
the sphere. Oh, the the new thing. Yeah. The, oh, it's it's pretty cool. Yeah. Any have they put anything on there that's uh that's interesting uh, or cool lately? The thing that I've seen, it's just like a bunch of colors and stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think yeah, you sent a picture. It looked like a big marble or something. Yeah, it's like a, it's pretty much like a big marble, but yeah, that's pretty <laughs> yeah, cool. I don't know if you've seen on like Instagram, like people are golfing and like the spheres watching them. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. That's cool. Yeah, I didn't see that, but so Chicago has the bean, Vegas has the marble. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just a big marble. That'd be cool if the NHL draft is actually at the Vegas Sphere next year. Uh, if you go to downtown Vegas, play the Press Your Luck machine. Oh yeah, Lou was a winner. Yeah, I I won I won money last night there. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not gonna reveal how much I won, but yeah, I wouldn't. I I won money there. <laughs> you got some shmoney. Yeah, good stuff over there. I I. Although I don't know, man, I don't like downtown Vegas that much. It's yeah, kinda, that's a little. It's kind of sketchy. It's a little weird. Yeah, characters are definitely looking, welcome there. Yeah, a lot of sticky looking people. <laughs> that guy before, from Bar Downs there. Before we uh, before we get out of here, uh, Sharks are winning three one. Three oh. Are they really? Yeah, Philip Philip Zadina. Yeah, Philip Zadina just scored. Penguins are beating the Kings three two. By the way, Kings are out shooting them twenty eight to fourteen. Sharks are going to beat the Ducks on Sunday, aren't they? Shut up. <laughs> I mean, I I'm not going to manifest it, but yeah. I mean, that's what's going to happen, right? The Ducks can't lose on Korea bobblehead night. I just I won't allow it. So it's it it, it is Paul Korea night. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Hundred percent. I I knew it was a bobblehead night, but I didn't know who who it was. But <clears throat> yep, Mister PK Nine. You want to take us out, Chris? Yep. Go to the Hoover Dam. <laughs> Go to the Hoover Dam. <laughs> For all travel brochures, grab them at the end of the tour. <laughs> Go to the Hoover Dam. I took some pictures of the. I took some damn pictures of the of the damn tour. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I didn't get no damn bait though, but no damn bait. No damn bait. Next time um, though. But yeah, that'll be it for us this week. Yeah. Thanks again for uh thanks for uh sticking around for another episode of the LAP episode sixty one. Was a fun one. Had some good stuff the Corey to talk Perry about. Episode. Corey Perry, Troy Terry. Oh Don't yeah, matter. Where's the community? Corey Perry, Troy Terry, don't matter. 61. Ducks by 61. Um, but yeah, follow uh, Late Arrivals everywhere. Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, all that fun stuff. All the socials at Late Arrivals Pod. You can find us literally everywhere on our uh, on our Twitter. Um, the link in our bio sends you right to our link tree where you can um, maybe donate to the show. Uh, you could buy us a cup of coffee. It's a donation. Um, we'd appreciate that. Uh, you don't can buy get some- me can can, uh, can get some merch um go grab some mighty seals merch um oh yeah jake we're starting the ea shl oh, yeah, this shit. weekend you uh, forgot to mention <laughs> yeah um, forgot to mention that uh yeah, that yeah, sunday sunday we will sh- test run a stream 
Yeah. Um, hopefully get everybody together to play. Um, I'm going to put out a new tweet tomorrow because I am going to go through and add some more people into the team. Okay. Um, but yeah, we're going to try and play on Sunday. Sunday um, night. So probably we'll a little bit later. I'd say maybe like close to like 8.30 Pacific. Yeah. This will be after the, after the Ducks game. Yeah. Just, just so it's not like we're all kind of trying to do two things at once, watching yeah. the game and yeah, it's so, a Sunday too. What time, I, what time is the game on Sunday? It's at I five. Think it's five. Yeah. So we so, can yeah. done by eight thirty, I think. So yeah, if you're if you're listening to this on uh, Apple or Spotify or wherever you you get your podcast, leave us a a rating and review, and uh, make sure you're following us over on Twitch so you can watch our um, NHL twenty four streams, which will uh, most likely be on Sundays. Uh, for the most part, I think we're like Jake said, he wants to do it on Sunday nights. Um, so yeah, you uh, you'll get a double dose here of us this week on Twitch. Um, so make sure you follow, maybe subscribe if you're feeling up to it. Go on the inside of the rink, uh, socials as well. Follow them on Instagram and Twitter, and follow their YouTube channel. Subscribe, like our videos. Go check out some of the uh, the podcasts in our lineup there at Inside the Rink. And hey, if you know any hockey podcasts that don't have a network and they're looking for one, send them our way. Um, honestly, they can DM me at uh, on Twitter if they'd like uh, at cjkchel, cjkchel. Um, I can hook you up with uh, the right people to to get that started, or you can uh, message inside the rink on Twitter or Instagram directly. Get the wheels in motion. I'd like to see some more podcasts in our lineup. It'd be be cool to see. We don't have a Sharks podcast or a Kings podcast. I really want some pods with some rival teams in our network. That'd be a lot of fun. So get the word out. Um, Chris is Sharks fan. Shut up. Um, Not even close. (laughs) But yeah, that's all for us. We'll see you next week for episode 62. Thanks again for all the support that you've shown. Yeah, thank you. Love you guys. See you next week. Bye. You can follow Late Arrivals on both Twitter and Instagram at Late Arrivals Pod. If you feel so inclined, leaving a review and rating wherever you get your podcasts is a great way to show your support and is much appreciated. Take care. <laughs>